What's going on, people? It's your boy, Kalechi, back with another episode of the Ramblin' Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope y'all are still staying away from people because this coronavirus thing is still happening in these streets. So please keep washing your hands, wearing your mask, staying away from crowds, because even though the vaccine is around, we still got to make sure we're taking care of ourselves and our loved ones and all the other people around us. But anyway, today we got something special, special. I got something real special for y'all. As y'all know, it is Women's Month. It is Women's History Month this month. And so, you know, I had to do something special. I couldn't just, you know, keep doing the same thing that I've been doing every single month and doing the same thing for every single episode. This episode, we got special guests. We got two lovely ladies that are going to be on the podcast talking to us about personal finance, about the finance world, about investing. We're going to go into all kinds of different topics. We might touch on a little bit about love life. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> but we may get into anything. Who knows where this podcast may go. But I just want to introduce both of y'all to Priceless Tay, as she calls herself on Instagram, and also to Tadia Rose- Rosen. Rosen. Rosen, right? Did I say that wrong? Rosarian. I'm sorry. And Rosarian as well. They are the host of WTF, I can't say the word, but What the Finance, basically, which is pretty dope, podcast. And they make amazing content on Instagram, on TikTok. Basically, if it's a social media, they're on there. And so I wanted to bring them on, ask them a few questions, and I'm going to just let them introduce themselves before we get started on here. I'll go first. Hi guys, I'm Teddy Rosarian, financial activist, because I love sharing about money, like Kelechi said, on Instagram, TikTok, um, because it's not taught enough in schools. So if you want to learn about money, you can find me. Find me first on Instagram at Teddy Rosarian, that's T-E-D-I-A. And Rosarian's too long to spell, but I guess you'll find it somewhere here in the podcast. And so it's a pleasure to meet you guys. Like Kelechi said, me and Priceless Day Taylor, we own WTF Podcast. So after this podcast, come and check us out. Yes, and my name is Taylor Price, also known as at Princess Tay on social media. Tadia is my awesome, amazing co-host. I'm from the United States. She's from Canada. And we talk all about personal finance, investing, female empowerment here and there for this Women's Month. And we're super excited to be here, Kaleche. So thank you so much for having us. It's awesome to have you. And then I guess I'll just start off with that. How did both of y'all meet? How did that whole thing happen? Because one person is in Canada, the other person is in the U.S., New York, right? Or Yeah, well, right now I'm in Florida, but originally from New York. At the time that I contacted her, I was in New York. Yeah, so how did that happen? How did you guys get in touch with each other? Well, I'll tell the story. Uh, so basically, Taylor DM'd me, hey, you want to collab? And it just started off from there. Like I mentioned sometimes I, I was intimidated because at the time she had a lot of followers, but this means nothing. I got to know her. She's an awesome and generous person beyond followers. She's just been incredible to me. Um, so I really like her for who she is and I'm no longer intimidated by her following. <laughs> In fact, it makes her really busy. Like she runs around all the time. So inspiring. Yes, and to kind of touch up more on that, 
I found Tadia through my FYP on TikTok, scrolling, scrolling. And I was like, fuck, this is, and at the time, I was like one of the only people that was actually talking about like finance and investing on TikTok. I was like, holy shit, like somebody, I don't know if I can curse on this podcast, but I'm like, oh my goodness. Um, somebody else is like actually doing the, the whole financial thing, like, and it's a woman, like, okay, like I gotta, I gotta hit her up. I gotta collab. And so that's kind of how it all got started. And from there, like only realized that at the time when I was living in New York and she's in location, wherever Canada, I don't want to disclose anything really, but it was only about like five hours away from where I actually live, which is pretty freaking close. And then, you know, as history goes on, we met up in LA and kind of just, yeah. So we, we've met in person before and overall it's just been a year. Yeah. Almost. Right. About a year. Yeah. (laughs) So a lot of things have transpired and grown in the past over a year, year and a half. Okay, we have to mention one thing, okay? That Taylor was 19 years old when she contacted me with so much like big dreams and projects. <laughs> I was like, who the, what the, what, what is going on out here? Like, I was confused, but yeah. So I guess that's a good question. How old are y'all? Just so the audience knows. I'm 25 by now. <laughs> I am so you- 20 right now. So you're, 20, you're 25. I'm 26. So first of all, the fact that Taylor, you're like thinking about all this stuff and talking about it at the age 20, I'm extremely impressed because when I was 20, I sure as heck was not thinking about none of this stuff. <laughs> I was not even on like any of this. I was just thinking about Xbox and getting some grades in school. Just some, not even good grades, just being able to finish. So so I'll, I guess I'll get I'll start with you, Taylor. What got you started in thinking about making financial videos or even thinking about finance in general? Yeah, so my, my whole entire life has been pretty much an oddball. Like you cannot replicate my story with anybody else in the world, I don't think. Um, so I wanted to be a neurosurgeon my entire life. I hustled and bustled my way to graduating at 17. Uh, high school and doing my first semester uh, pre-med wanting to be that neurosurgeon and I quickly realized because I have a spinal fusion from scoliosis I have lupus as well too it's common in women talking about you know women's history month or whatever Um, and so it just wasn't going to work out for me I was probably going to go to more doctor's appointments at the end of the day just like I was a little late guys you guys listen to this I was a little late to the podcast um, coming back from different freaking appointments and so I asked my mom like hey what should I do my mom said why don't you go try out finance like there's always going to be money circulating in the world. There's always going to be job opportunities there. Why don't you try it out? And I said, okay. Um, I had nothing else, literally nothing else planned in my life because that one North star for me was becoming a neurosurgeon. And so at that point I was like, I'll do anything. Let me like, let me just try and yeah. try it. So I did. I went back to college after dropping out of pre-med going to finance and I realized within the first few classes that I was taking about it, literally the first week, like I was learning everything you had to do about Amazon's books, Amazon's company financials, any company's financials. But yeah, I had my own wallet and I didn't know what these credit cards are doing. I didn't know anything about anything when it came to budgeting, when it came to making a retirement plan. Um, and hearing just these words kind of vaguely around like my friends at the time within our like 
honors financial honors program that was like a little intimidating so i'm like what the hell where did you guys go to school because when i went to school i didn't learn anything and it was something in my community you didn't really talk about money um and so that is kind of when i started this journey where i wanted to open up like why only realizing six out of 50 states require a personal finance course and testing why is that a thing And so that's when I kind of went on a blog, started writing all of my journey, like where I got my first credit card, when I started up my Roth IRA and why is that so important? And it kind of started growing my, around my community. But of course, like young people don't really read blogs that much. I mean, like the more intelligent or people who like to read, I'm not gonna lie. And then that's when I went into vlogs. They're like, why don't you try vlogs? So I hopped on the YouTube journey. So my first social media like presence was actually on YouTube that transitioned over to Instagram, which then I made a friend in LA who's like, you have to try this platform called TikTok. And basically kind of all transpired from from there. Nice, nice. What about you, Teddy? How did you get started? Okay, so I got started because when I was little, I wanted to be CEO of a big company. At the time I was thinking so linear, linearly i don't know if it's a word sorry guys i'm a friend sometimes <laughs> where's this um okay so i was thinking like just like okay you have to go to university and find a job and um grow on that job basically so anyways i i was connected with money i always liked money because i come from no offense to my parents if they hear this a kind of poor family my mom is well not poor well comfortable like my mom is a nurse and my dad was a taxi driver so so typical but um yeah i wanted to like break through that um so i was connected with money and i wanted money so in a way like i wanted to study finance because i thought it was going to connect me to money but it did not in the end um as i was finishing my bachelor actually um right recently in congratulations um, thanks to celebrate congratulations Um, i was actually not happy during that year i was suffocating i was working at the bank and this was supposed to be my life like working for a financial institution and working in finance and oh boy i was like oh my god i feel like i'm missing out on something i'm not happy every day i was not happy to wake up and go to school and go to my job like i was i was not depressed but i, I was just feeling like something in my shoulders yeah. like it was not great so i decided to quit my job and decided to share on instagram at first um, for some reason, just sharing anonymously, um, I was just sharing posts without sharing who I am. Um, and then I decided to like peekaboo and make a story because in real life, I'm a really shy person um, and introverted. So it took me a lot to make that first story. Like I deleted it 10 times and in the end it was just like, like oh god (laughs) but um a lot of like i worked a lot on myself and today i'm able to do this podcast which before probably i would have shit in my pants (laughs) um so yeah it started from instagram and then i moved on to youtube then i my boyfriend a bit like taylor was like get on tiktok get on tiktok i was like no it's just an app for like teenagers who dance but then i decided to get on tiktok um and then today i am so passionate with what i do i consider myself being an entrepreneur running like my social medias and sharing about finance and building you know this community um and this is how i got started to doing what i do and starting with finance specifically um why i said like i wanted to be connected with finance was simply the fact that when i was 15 um i wanted to have braces to change my smile but my parents 
were like, uh, we can't afford it because we pay your private school. Um, so I was like, okay, what can I do to get my braces? Because I was so not liking my smile before. So I decided to go work at Wendy's and save, 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 save and get my braces. And this is how I got connected to money. Wow, that's impressive. I mean, both of y'all are very impressive with just like the trajectory of like taking what you had and then bringing that over into like making it boost you to where you are now to be able to push yourself to work further and go further than before. And so just quick, are you in school, Taylor, or not? I graduated my bachelor's in December. Wow, impressive. Both of y'all are super impressive. I'm like over here like, like, to the audience. It's really so amazing using, especially maybe COVID is a blessing in disguise because without it, I probably wouldn't have met Tadia online. Um, And so like, you normally don't find these people like all jam packed in one community or like where you are or on your street. Like there's usually these like hidden gems like around the world. So it's just absolutely amazing to get a whole bunch of different like vibes from different cultures, different people. Um, And I think it's the way to go. Yeah, that's I mean, that's one of the beautiful things about the internet is it allows you to extend past your usual four walls that you're around outside of the bubble that you're usually around to where you can reach out to other people and be like, I'm interested in this thing. Are you interested in this thing? And it's like, oh, yes, I'm also interested in learning more about personal finance and about money. And then you find out there are people that you you're probably like the oddball. Usually you're the oddball in like when you're around groups of friends. And then now it's like, I'm not so strange. Right. I'm not that different after all. Guys, it's so true. When I started investing, like before it became mainstream, I did it in secret because I was like, oh my God, it's just so weird that I'm interested in that. Like I went to the library, got books and with my friends, I was really not talking about it. And I just want to say something else like Kelechi, um, we met Kelechi in our podcast. If you want to hear Kelechi's story in case you listen to his podcast, but you don't know him deeply. <laughs> Um, so Kilichi, um, he mentioned that he learned finances through um, having, well, he fucked up at some point. And what's weird is that me and Taylor, we didn't really fucked up. We like, we learned um, like gradually without having a major fuck up, if I'm not mistaken, Taylor. Um, so what's weird is that what how I learned to teach finances is like really talking to people and get to know them like and see what their experiences with saving and money because me like i have no clue how to tell someone to save money because for me it comes naturally so i have to learn with you guys yeah i mean that's and that's why like having other people on the podcast and showing different people different perspectives to view on like for me it's like i went through something to get to that point and there's some people who just have it naturally but they just need the step-by-step basics so i'll just ask you guys this what is y'all's philosophy on money just generally I know, uh, Teddy, you just said you're a type of person who likes to save money, but generally, how do you guys view money as a whole? Money grows on tree. <laughs> That's how I view it. Yes. Oh my goodness. That's yes. I, cool. Same thing. Same thing. Like my whole like motto is that my parents, like almost every single day, Taylor, money does not grow on trees. I'm like, stick it up you guys like i am like saying money grows on trees and i'll explain to the audience why um 
So we have this money tree, right? But everything starts as a seed. You have your seed of budgeting, then you have your roots. These are your emergency funds, your savings accounts. They help you in times of storms or in times of hurricanes, really bad weather, for example, COVID, that you can rely back on these roots with your strong foundation. Then you have your primary source of income, which is that trunk. Again, it's a little bit stronger than anything that's up the the tree. Top of the tree is things that are not guaranteed so you can think of investing but investing can have extremely high rewards when you do it right and that's a really plentiful action of where the money actually comes from and so you have all these people in society who are just doing the regular nine to five who aren't really focusing at the top of the tree because they're so focused at the trunk but if you're able to you know take some more risks obviously depending on your risk management uh, you can turn your side hustle into a business. You can invest in real estate or alternative assets and really start to grow this money tree and make your money work for you. And so Tadia and I are like totally aligned on that that mission and statement. And it's just, it's so powerful. It really is. I love that. That's, that's yeah. a great analogy of how to think of money. So money does grow on trees after all. It does. I love that. I love that. I've never... I don't, nobody has ever put it to me that way. I love the way you guys put it. That's really good. I think I saw either Tady, I think you posted something like that, either on your story or something like that. And I really like it. I yeah. might have to steal it from y'all. Yeah, go yeah, trademark yeah. it because I might have to steal it from y'all. So uh, Tadia, you talked about being an entrepreneur. So I just wanted to get a little bit more of both of y'all's story because both of y'all are not like me. I'm a W-2 employee. Y'all are in the 1099 space of running your own thing, running your own business and all that kind of stuff. So I just want to ask y'all, how'd you get started with just putting all of that together? How has that been going? And then what are some of the challenges that you guys are facing doing that? Um, I'll go first. For me, like when I decided to quit my job, don't do this at home because I didn't <laughs> have any fun, but because I still am at my mama's house and she provides shelter and food and everything. So I could like take my savings um, to go to, to, to start a business while I didn't invest anything in it because it's just creating content um, and stuff like that. And everything I want to create or sell, like I have to create it myself. I don't need to pick to put a big investment. So anyway, yeah. just all that to say that um, the, like, I would say like last year, 90% of last year was like making no money. It was just like having so much fun and um, finding things that make me happy. I tried everything. Like I tried freelancing, I tried Forex, I tried investing social media and I stick to some stuff and I let go of some stuff. I tried drop shipping. Um, I was just trying to find my way through things. Um, and now I know what I want to do. Um, but yeah, it, it required just not making any money for a long time. And right now I think I came to a place to replace my old job, but it's not the money I want to, to it's not the perfect money I want to make. Like I still have money goals. Yeah. So I'm still working, working, working to get there. And I know I'm going to get there maybe in X amount of time. It's not about the money, all of that, just to say. <laughs> What about you, Taylor? I know, and you're like a super young entrepreneur out here in the streets doing, you're like a superwoman up in these streets. So talk to us about that a little bit. Yeah, first off, I want to say like in Tadia's situation, she literally quit her job at the bank, which is an extremely secure position. 
that is a position that you can really grow up on the ladder. And so yeah. for the audience, it's super important to think about like your value proposition, your risk versus reward. Yeah. And Tadia's position is like, is this risk that I'm taking worth the reward? Or you can think about it the other way. If you're more monetary focused or money focused, is this reward worth the risk? Um, two different perceptions and way to look at it. And so the way in which I kind of looked at it was, again, the risk versus the reward, uh, looking at my life. And so I really don't think I ever wanted to be, um, besides this whole neurosurgeon thing, besides that, I never wanted to be a part of the nine to five. I think that traditional work in friends and family and that I've seen growing up, they just hate their jobs and they have so much, you know, they have families that they have to take care of. They have mortgages that they have to pay off. And they're just so fucking unhappy. Like depression runs in my family. And that is not something that I ever want to come near. And so trying to figure out my position in life was, okay, uh, you got to have a lot, a lot of balls to do it and you got to give it your all. So, you know, when I was doing this whole social media thing, um, that was like more of a side hustle. I was working a full-time job doing bookkeeping at an industrial uniform rental company, but I quit that job when I started to make more income um, at what I was doing my side hustles rather than my like nine to five per se, if you want to call it. Yeah. So I just, yeah, it's just been such a crazy journey. And like Tadia, I think we've talked about this before that you, in order to, I'm so, I'm having a hard time conveying this. In order to achieve something at such a time, like I or Tedia did, you have to give up something in life. Like yeah. for me, it was my social life. I wasn't talking to my friends for like the past two years. And only now, this year, have I really prioritized maintaining and growing relationships because for the past year and a half or two years, I've kind of just like, said adios guys i gotta do my own thing focus on what i'm doing and when i get there I'll, I'll come back to you and i'm like eventually coming back but it's been a wild ride yeah i think that's i i like what you just said it's like you gotta count the cost of whatever decision that you end up taking because we like they say it takes 10 years to be an over overnight success nobody sees the work that you put in nobody sees the grueling hours that you guys are doing behind the scenes all we see is oh my god they have a million subs or oh my god they have yeah. a million followers or oh my god like how did they all of a sudden just blow up and it's like well you didn't see all the work that they were doing in the background you didn't see them going to their regular job and then coming home and hustling and doing everything else and just stressing themselves to the t to try and get to where they wanted to be so yeah i really like what you said of count the cost always count the cost of what the decision and the risk to reward theory is something that i really preach about is sometimes to take that leap sometimes you need a little bit of a net a safety net you don't just want to take blind risks because if you take blind risks you're going suffer the consequences of those risks. calculated so, is better <laughs> yep exactly exactly what taylor said about um the, the the social life actually it's true that being an entrepreneur is making a lot of sacrifices but it's true that at some point it'll it'll eventually catch up to you and you're yeah. going to want to have a balance yeah. <laughs> um, and that's so important it was the same for me too like um i ditched a lot of my friends in social life um but then like i feel like if they're really your friends they're gonna understand that you are like trying to do something for yourself yeah. and they'll be they'll be patient yeah. um for me my friends like waited for me to come back to them <laughs> actually after that i'm going to see a friend i decided to clear my schedule and be like you know what let's put her first yeah that's good yeah. i mean that's good go that's, ahead 
that's one thing that I've come such a long way with. Like back in high school, I had a really awesome like group of friends. I had a lot. I had a lot of friends back back in high school. I was pretty extroverted, um, and I wasn't too 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 shy. Um, and so when I went through tr- this transition of like focusing on my own path and like excelling so far, I have lost a lot of people. So instead of having a hundred pennies, like now I have four quarters. Um, kind of, it, oh. if it if it makes sense, like those four quarters are valued at twenty five cents, and yeah. then the pennies are valued at one. And so the people like Tadia in my life is like so much more valuable to me and how I can serve them and how they can serve me instead of like all these like acquaintances that I used to have and that kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's, that's going to keep happening. Um, I'll know, I know for sure for me, that's something like I have my closest friends that no matter what happens, if they call me, I'm dropping everything to go help them out and whatever they do. Or if they hit me up and it's like, yo man, I'm in town. It's like, I don't care what I'm doing. I'm definitely hanging out with them because they're like my ride or dies. But yeah, that definitely will happen over time. I think that's just natural where you just have your true bonds, I guess is the way you put it. Those who are going to be with you, whether you're failing or you're succeeding or any of that stuff. So yeah, it's definitely part of the growth posture of going through life and just understanding that not everybody needs to be, you don't need to be with everybody. Like there are some that just need to ride with you, but then it's not everybody that needs to be in the wagon with you. But now, just to close this out, let's talk about some of your future goals or where do you guys see yourselves in like the next five, 10 years, which is even, I can't have answered that question, but how do you see yourself progressing? What are some of the goals that you have for yourselves as you move further into the future with your businesses and with everything? I guess for me, like, I wanna become a money reference, either like, in Canada or worldwide, I don't know, like, the world is, uh, well, there's no limit. Um, but yeah, I want, to, I want people to think like, okay, finance, Teddy, yeah, like, um, there's Gordon Ramsay, I think, there's people like that that are references in finance, like, I want to get there. Um, I'm not thinking like it'll happen tomorrow, like, definitely we're talking about maybe a decade or whatever if I continue doing what I do. Um, and then like just personally like growing my money tree like Taylor said like I want multiple sources of income like if I want to retire early I want to do it if I want to travel the world I want to do it um, so I see myself having like a business source of income um, like I also have a hair care business so I want to grow that I have like this whole finance business too um, and then like real estate stocks investing um, all of these things like I want to make them pop and I want like money to come when I sleep, <laughs> when I'm at the gym, I want money to come when I'm eating good meals. You're trying to be on that, uh, what's his name? You're trying to be on that Warren Buffett move. Make money yeah. while you sleep, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dope. Go ahead, Taylor. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so overall vision long-term vision is to be and build a global or trusted source for gen z to live their best life and so that could be through my personal brand just the price to pay brand that could be through the company that i'm building tap which is a fintech startup um there's business plans down the line to expand that out like i said gen z has a lot of things that they need to work on like 
what are you gonna be when you grow up? It's a common thing everybody says. And yeah, everybody still has a hard fucking time trying to figure out what they wanna be in life. Um, and so just kind of being that trusted source for Gen Z, which is my generation. Um, and I believe you guys hit that too, like millennials, maybe? I don't even know what I, I, I guess I'm yeah. millennial. I don't even know, like I just, I just old, go with the flow. Old Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, yeah, older portion of Gen Z and just kind of live it through that way. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of it in a ball. Yeah, that's for like you. Because it's funny because if ever like I decide not to share about finance anymore, I know that if I fall in love with home decor once I'll have my home, like I could share about that. I know that like because I built myself like online, um, I could share about anything. If I have a a, a baby one day and I, I want to change my whole page for like family life, I could. Yeah, I mean that's that's dope, man. You guys have really big visions. I I really love hearing that. I like people who just kind of talk about what they want to achieve and then not just that you guys are talking about it you're actually doing something about it and pushing towards getting to that destination so that's dope so finally we're gonna play a quick game because y'all made me play a game when i came in y'all's podcast so it's necessary that i do the same for y'all so let's start off with this uh favorite tea or are you a tea drinker chai latte i love tea i don't drink coffee tea is like my go-to thank you thank you i have so many teas i like guys anything fruity or my go-to is old grave i'm a passion fruit guy myself so i feel you on the fruity teas uh favorite sports well do you guys watch sports favorite sports team i'm just gonna put that out there no okay (laughs) skip that one then uh (laughs) one place you want to visit when this whole rona pandemic is done Japan. Japan. Uh, okay. Nice. Um, oh god. I guess I want to go in Asia, like Thailand, Bali, and places like that. Huh. Cool. Cool. All right. Now, this is a this or that. Is exactly what y'all did to me. This is this or that. Mutual funds or ETFs. 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 <laughs> okay. Target date index funds or ETFs. Wait, what is the, the first? I don't know. So I'll say ETF. Uh, target date fund is kind of like combining Depends. a bunch of stuff with bonds. It's just so oh. it switches as you get closer to retirement. So Yeah, it's... I would say right now, ETFs, because uh, I already have my Roth IRA set up, and I don't believe it has any uh, targeted index funds. Cool. So ETFs for me now. ETFs. All right, gold or Bitcoin? Bitcoin. <laughs> such Gen Z. <laughs> so, <laughs> so on point. All right, Dogecoin or silver? Silver. No Doge for me. <laughs> Silver's increasing in value. Yep. All right. Uh, Dow Jones or the S and P five hundred. S and P five hundred. S and P. All right. S and P five hundred or the Nasdaq. 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 <laughs> this, is, this is perfect. All right. Triple Q's or ARC? ARC! <laughs> I love Kathy Wood. Shout out Kathy Wood. Of course. All right. Apple or Microsoft? Microsoft. Apple. You definitely worked in finance. That makes sense. To go Microsoft, you definitely worked in finance. All right. It's uh, my first stock that I buy, so it's just like sentimental. Same. 
Uh, Facebook or Google? Google. Google. Amazon or Shopify? Amazon. Spotify or Netflix? Netflix. Netflix. All right. DoorDash or Uber Eats? Uber Eats. Uh, Uber Eats. Airbnb or DoorDash? Airbnb. Yep. Airbnb. All right. And this last one, I know the answer to this. Freelance or full-time employee? Freelance. (laughs) All right. That's basically it. That's all I got. You guys got any last words before we close this thing out? Thank you for having us. It was such a pleasure. I had fun. For sure. sure. And at home, again, I'm Tidia Rosarian, T-E-D-I-A. <laughs> Find me. Shameless plug. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast today. I'm going to put all their links. You guys go check them out on every social platform, basically, that there is. Um, go listen to their podcast. Go check them out. I will have everything down in the show notes. So go check that out. But anyway, that's all we got on this podcast. I hope y'all learned one, maybe two things out of this entire thing, which really you should have learned like three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, go on and on and on and on to infinity amount of things on this podcast. But if you did share it with somebody you love or maybe share it with somebody you hate, because why not? And leave a review and I'm gonna catch y'all later. Remember, generosity is always greater than greed. God bless each and every single one of y'all. And we out of here. Peace. Peace.